With the turn of the calendar into a new year, many of us hope for something different. Whether you set New Year's resolutions, intentions, or have a guiding word for the year, the stats show that less than 10% of those who actually set goals of some kind will see those through to the end of the year. And there's a reason why that's the case. Whether you're listening to this at the start of the year or any other time, if you want to go for a goal and you find that you're not making the changes required to make it happen, there is nothing wrong with you. It turns out that there are three saboteurs that can keep us stuck. I've seen these saboteurs play out in my own life and also in my clients. And I notice these saboteurs working with women and a handful of men across different cultures and different backgrounds all around the world. So if you're feeling frustrated that those new habits or goals aren't getting any traction, you're not alone. Today, we're diving into what these saboteurs are, how to identify what's at play for you specifically, and most importantly, how you can begin to shift these so that you can pursue your soul-aligned life and career. Welcome to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes. Together, we'll be exploring how you can pursue a career and life that's meaningful and impactful, both to you and to others, and that doesn't require you to hustle and grind 24-7. I'm passionate about you getting clarity on your unique career path and to make empowered decisions on where to and what's next from a place of alignment to who you really are beyond your corporate persona, title, or societal expectations of what you should do. Join me as we talk about all things career, intuition, soul work, feminine embodiment, womanhood, and leadership. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. And if you want to get clear on your unique gifts and soul leadership, Take my free soul archetype quiz over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash quiz. Welcome back to the podcast. After a break for the holiday season, I'm really happy to be connecting again. Have you ever set a goal or an intention only to completely fail or flop on the first attempt? Or maybe you start off strong and then you begin to lose steam. Yes, me too. Whether you're listening to this in real time, which is January when most people have already fallen short on their resolutions and goals, or maybe you're tuning in because you're feeling stuck, burnt out and unfulfilled, you're in exactly the right place. Culturally, there are many memes out there that tell us that we should be able to just go on and do the things we say we're going to do. Maybe you've heard phrases like, feel the fear and do it anyway. Work hard, play harder. Nothing worth having comes easy. Or and to embrace the suck. These phrases tell us that we should just be able to get on with things and keep on going. And I'm not bashing these phrases. Sometimes we do need to meet our fears and take action or put in the elbow grease to work hard and remember to have fun along the way. 
and to remember that things take time and aren't always easy. And yet, like anything, there's nuance. Phrases like these don't always apply to every situation. And sometimes there's a genuine reason why it's hard or not realistic to push through a fear or to keep on working as hard as nails at that pace, leading to burnout and having you work to the bone. Have you ever had a desire for something different or else in your work and your life? I'm guessing yes, and you're nodding your head because most of us have this. Maybe you want to stop stressing so much and find some more balance in your life and career to have more time with your kids or to do something that looks after your health. Maybe you are ready to make a complete change and really honor who you really are in the process of climbing that ladder. Or maybe you're clear on who you are and you're like, I just want to get to that next level of impact. And yet it's not here yet. I hear you when we are in evolution, when we're in that process of going after goals, it can be frustrating to be in that space of no longer where you were and not yet where you want to be. Today, I want to explore the three saboteurs I see many smart women and men making when it comes to pursuing the goals and dreams that actually matter. Now, as we go through these today, I want to support you to identify what's at play for you so that you can see what's at the heart of that stuckness, that frustration, that level of unfulfillment that you're feeling. And as I'm talking, I invite you just to notice which one pings for you and to really trust that feeling, that sensation, that knowing within you that's like, that is me. So before we dive in, I want to share a little bit of backstory about where these three saboteurs came about and why I think they're so important. I've been coaching now for eight odd years and in my work, and I've had the privilege of doing this, working with women across different cultures and backgrounds and all different countries around the world, not just in Hong Kong, which is where I'm from and where I live. But in coaching women, I noticed many patterns and themes, which I myself noticed in how I was showing up too. And as I was looking at, well, how can I better serve my clients? How can I create programs that really support them? I began to look at, well, what are the common themes? And what I'm going to share with you today is really off the back of that deep dive, that analysis, because I think all of us fall into these traps. And my intention in sharing these with you is to really make the invisible visible so that you can name what's going on and do something about it. Most of our actions are driven by the subconscious. We don't even have to think about it. And you will have experienced this. Have you ever driven your car to a supermarket or to pick up your child and you can't remember exactly how you got there because you were listening to a podcast or you were in your head in a trail of thought? If so, that's your subconscious that's running the show. It just knows exactly what to do without you having to think about it the same. Like if you take a commute and you take the train or the bus, you know instinctively which carriage to take. So you walk less number of steps to the next train that you've got to catch or to the exit on the other end. This is your subconscious at play and your subconscious is always running the show. It's making decisions for you. It's telling you what your yes is. It's telling you what your no is. And it's the main force that's driving the action or inaction that you're taking. So these saboteurs that I'm going to share with you, oftentimes they're invisible because they run deep within your subconscious. So as I talk about them in a moment, 
just notice, oh, which one is me? So what's saboteur number one? Well, quite simply, it's when you avoid or numb out the truth of your situation. I'll give you very personal examples as we go through so that you've got an idea of what I mean. I remember for me, uh, actually, this is quite recently, there was something in my business, there was a project that wasn't quite running right for me. And I didn't want to look at it because I put in a lot of effort. I put in a lot of work into this project. And every time I sat down to assess what I needed to do for the week, really making a decision and taking action on this project, that would just get put forward onto the next week and the next week and the next week. And I avoided it. I didn't want to look at it. I prioritized everything else over and above it. I didn't want to deal with it. This is an example of what it played out for me, but for others, you might notice that you avoid not just by not doing something on your to-do list, but maybe you avoid and you numb in different ways. It can look like overworking. It can look like using sugar, sex, shopping, overeating, Netflix binging to avoid looking at the thing that you need to look at. Avoidance and numbing can also manifest as random health issues that maybe you've gone to see the doctor for and they run all the tests, but nothing is wrong with you. And what's at the heart of that is you're avoiding or numbing something that you're not wanting to look at. It can also look like self-hate for yourself because you're not able to do the thing that you say you're going to do. It can also look like just duller, flatter emotions so that you don't have to deal with the pain or to deal with the uncomfortable aspect of whatever it is that you're avoiding and numbing out. And this dulling of emotions is what also leads to dulling down pleasure. So my question for you is, as you think about your goal, your intention, whatever it is that's on your mind, and as you're listening to this, you probably have something. It's likely in the realm of career, but this work also applies to relationships and health and money and all the other things. My question for you here is, are you avoiding something in this intention, in this goal, in this area of your life? Is there something that you're avoiding here? Is there something that you don't want to see and you don't want to meet? And my example of this project that I had been spending so much time on, in my heart of hearts, I knew that I didn't want to pursue the project anymore. And I didn't want to meet the discomfort of feeling like a failure, like what a waste of time. Why is this not more successful? Why is it not how I wanted it to be? And that was a really uncomfortable emotion to meet. And so for me, I avoided it and put it on my to-do list every week because I didn't want to meet that discomfort. Second question for you to ponder here is what would be different for you if you could move through this? So for me in that project, as an example, I realized that once I'd made the decision and I was very clean and honest about what I was going to do next, I would free up a huge amount of energy and be able to move forward. And that's the reality of what's happened. I've said, nope, that's not a project that I'm going to pursue. I've taken the necessary action steps and I feel so much freer. So the antidote to avoidance and numbing is to begin to feel and to begin to be a little bit courageous to meet your edge and to meet the discomfort. Your body doesn't want you to meet this. It's uncomfortable. And we live in a culture that tells us to shut this down, to numb it out, pop a pill, turn on the TV, you know, do anything to avoid. And my invitation to you is to feel. If you're wondering what I mean by feeling, then you can check out episode 10 of the podcast where I explain what feeling means in the context of embodiment and why it's an essential key to a soul aligned career and life. But in a nutshell, that's saboteur number one, avoidance and numbing. 
Saboteur number two is when you limit yourself and the possibilities that are available to you. What this looks like is shutting down any idea of anything new, doing something different because it's quote unquote, not realistic. It looks like feeling like you're too late, too old, too experienced, too inexperienced to do something. Maybe it's something like you've invested so much time, energy, and money into your current path. How could you possibly do something different? It can look like dishonoring your ideas and not being open to see what's possible for you. When you focus on all the ways that what you want isn't available to you, your mind is going to reinforce evidence of why it's not possible. It's just how our mind works. So I want you to have a think as you again bring into your awareness this project, this desire, this intention that you have for your career, your life. My question for you is what do you tell yourself when it comes to having or going after what it is that you want? I'm going to say that again. What do you tell yourself when it comes to having or going after what it is that you want? Whether that be a promotion, starting a business, pivoting in your career, etc. My second question for you is Is that really true? Is what you're saying really true? I'll give a client example in this situation just to set this saboteur into a bit of context and I'm going to change their name for their privacy and confidentiality. I had a client and she really desired to leave behind her very successful, impressive job with a tech company. And she had, quote unquote, fallen into this career, but she was smart, she was intelligent, she was a go-getter, she sees the opportunities, and she found herself in a really great position at this tech company. And when we started working together, we began to explore, well, who was she really, and what was the work that she really felt called to do? When I work with my clients, I'm always open to the fact that you don't have to leave to create a meaningful life and career. Sometimes you just end up staying where you are and reframe your possibilities. But in this case, with this client, who I'm going to call Karen, she realized that she'd been suppressing these parts of herself where she knew that she was a nurturer and she was a giver and she had all these passions and health and wellness and well-being that she really wanted to bring to life. And so for her, when she thought about leaving behind her glamorous tech company job to pursue something that was more meaningful to her, all the limiting beliefs came up of, it's too late for you to do that. You're throwing your career away. Who do you think you are? These sorts of things. And in our work together, we really looked at, well, are these stories really true? And this is the thing, as you think about your goal and what it is that you want to go after, what are those stories that you're telling yourself? Are they really true? They don't have to be. And I really honor you in looking at this because so often, as I said, this is the invisible. It's running the show. Side note, for many people, what can come up with their careers, particularly in this example of Karen, my client, this narrative and this belief of I can't make money doing what I love is a strong one. I've seen this pop up time and time again, again, across different cultures, different backgrounds. This narrative of the starving artist seems to be a very strong kind of archetype. And if you want to dive into this a bit more, you can check out episode five of the podcast where I talk about meaning and money. Can you have both in your career? So if that's a particular bugbear that's coming up for you specifically, make sure you go and check out that episode. A fun thing to share here as well, if you want something to watch to really blow your perception of what's possible for you, 
I invite you to check out this awesome documentary that I just watched on Netflix with my husband. You may have already seen it. It's called 14 Peaks, Nothing is Impossible. And it's a documentary about an incredible Nepalese climber called Nirmal Puja, who climbed 14 peaks that were each over 8,000 meters high. And he did it within a record time of seven months. Amazing. And apparently the previous record before that was seven years and it's just phenomenal. And I'll pop a link to that in the show notes if you want to check it out. But such a game changer of talking about how to bust this saboteur of limiting yourself and the possibilities that are available to you. Moving on, saboteur number three. The third saboteur that I see high achievers make when it comes to their own career and their life is staying stuck on the hamster wheel of busy always being busy, always being on, and mistaking productivity for progress. So what this looks like is a busy and packed schedule filled with other people's agendas and little time for yourself. It can also look like wanting to do something different for yourself, but finding that there's no time for it. So yes, you might want to do something, but okay, your schedule is full. Get to it next week. It can also look like feeling resentment, and that martyrdom because you're living a life for others and not for yourself. So as I'm saying this one, what peaks for you? Does this feel true for you? And here are some questions to ponder on this. First question, on a scale of one to 10, how busy are you? So just give yourself an arbitrary number, one being not busy at all, 10 being extremely busy. And the second question is, All right, well, what percentage of your time is spent on you and making sure you're taken care of? And are you okay with that percentage? More often than not, the reason why many people feel unfulfilled or stuck or burnt out is that they simply haven't got enough time for themselves. And look, sometimes there are seasons in life where it's not possible. Sometimes there are seasons in life where you don't have the luxury of a lot of time and maybe you do need to do more and put in more hours and make sure that everything is taken care of. But on the long term, it's not sustainable. And on the long term, if you want to get out of that hamster wheel of always making sure everyone's taken care of and you want to get out of the hamster wheel of never having time for yourself, then this is a really key area to look at. And I talk more about this in episode 12 of the podcast, where I talk about why more women need to get selfish. So if I'm talking and you're like, that's me, please go and check that one out. Now, I'm going to put my hand up here and be really honest and say, this is where I feel I am in life. And this is the one that's my growth edge and where I keep coming back to. All three definitely play a role in my life. But for me, particularly the hamster wheel of busy That's been a narrative that I have been actively trying to bust for as long as I can remember. And it's quite a challenge because there is that part of me. One of the assessments that I like to play with is the Strengths Finder assessment. And in the Strengths Finder assessment, one of my strengths is that I am an achiever. So I do kind of thrive on getting things done, but it can be a double-edged sword and lead to burnout. And with my tendency and my personality, it can be a little bit dangerous because I tend to prioritize other people and make sure they're taken care of. And so that's my growth edge. So my question for you, bringing this all together, is which saboteur is playing out for you? Again, just bring into your awareness your intention, your goal, that desire, that something that you're working towards. And I want to ask you, 
Are you avoiding and numbing a core truth that's stopping you from making the change that you need to make to make this dream, this intention, this goal a reality? Are you listening to the mental thought loops that tell you all the reasons why you can't have the thing you want or do the thing you want to do? Are you too busy and burnt out making sure everyone else is taken care of that there's no time for you? My guess is that one of these three saboteurs is playing out for you and you might find all three are. And if that's you, kudos to you for actually showing up, looking at this honestly and admitting what is happening. As I said before, oftentimes these things are running in the background in our subconscious. It's so subtle. We don't know that we're running these scripts in the background. So celebrate yourself. You now know what you're dealing with. And that's the first step to turning it around. And you've got those reflection questions that I mentioned earlier in the podcast to help you move through it. If you want one-on-one support to navigate your challenge and this saboteur that you've identified, I'm opening up a couple of private coaching spaces. So if you are thinking, hmm, I might want some support on this, you can book a complimentary career alignment call with me and I'll pop a link in the show notes. And on this call, we'll explore what your biggest saboteur is, how you can begin to work with it and what your next steps are to go after that goal or intention that you have. And this is a non-obligation call. If you want to book that in, just check out the link in the show notes. And if you're not sure if you need a coach and what a coach can actually do for you, you can check out episode eight of the podcast where I unpack how to know if you need a coach and how to find the right one. That's a wrap. I am celebrating you for getting real and honest today. To recap, today we covered the three saboteurs that keep many high achievers from feeling stuck, unfulfilled, and burnt out. And those are avoidance and numbing, limiting and narrowing the possibilities available so that your mind reinforces evidence of can't rather than can or staying stuck on the hamster wheel of busy and mistaking productivity for progress. If you want to catch the show notes for this episode with all the links that I mentioned along the way, including the link to book that complimentary career alignment call with me to unpack your saboteur in greater depth and to work with it and what your next steps are, then come on over and check out the links at the show notes, which are at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash 15. That's the number one five. Until next time, please remember, you are here for a reason. Beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving, you matter. Thank you so much for listening in to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. You can download more episodes and subscribe over on iTunes. And if you've loved listening in, please come on over and leave a review. Before you go, I want you to remember this. You are here for a reason. There is no one in the world like you who can do what you do the way you do it. You have a unique soul and a unique soul archetype that you're here to express in the world. If you want to find out what yours is so that you can build on your strengths, be more of who you really are, and do more of what you're here to do, come and take the free assessment over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash quiz.